Alright, hello my fantastic faction of followers, fans, and freaks of fun Fanicom festivities. I am Ziploc Bob, and I am back after a lovely week-long vacation. I'm one of the two hosts here at Sequel Syndrome Podcast, a talk show about video games, their culture, and design, and psychology. Now I shall pass you over to our master of ceremonies, the Zez. Hello. Uh, couldn't go two seconds without messing up this time, how about Oh, yeah, like, I'm like, wait, I forgot to unmute myself. Yeah, today's a dumpster <laughs> fire, but oh well. <laughs> uh, today we are being joined with two members of the Loading Network, uh, Pat and Ted. hey Oh, hi. <laughs> today we will also be, well, today we'll be talking about trends in gaming, but before that I want to know what have you two been up to lately? Like, in the gaming sphere, right? Yeah, anything, like what have you been playing? Yeah. Playing, <laughs> working on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, obviously, you know, we work with that one video game, so it's a lot of games revolving around there. Uh, uh, for instance, I've been playing a lot of Hyrule Warriors recently. Okay. Wii U or Switch version? The Switch. Okay. So you got the deluxe with all the shiny shininess. Yeah, yeah bells and whistles, it's full of them. That's uh, got to be annoying as hell. It's also full of the it. grind. <laughs> well, so the big the big deal, right, is uh, you know our boss Gerard, the completionist, is working on that game for New Game Plus. Uh, but it goes so much faster when you work with a co-op partner. Mm-hmm. So I've just been helping him out grind through things, mm-hmm. and even then, we're still on hour like two to three hundred or something like that. Yeah. Jesus, it's. Stupid man, it's <laughs> it's a fun game. It's a yeah, Dynasty a Warriors game. And, yeah, it's a Dynasty Warriors. And game. I can attest to this because I've never played any main series Dynasty Warriors game. Mm-hmm. But I have I have in demo form. But I played the Dynasty Warriors Gundam games, and they're no better when it comes to like, oh yeah, no, no, because you have to ground out the suits level mm-hmm. and its equipment. And the individual pilots and their affinity for each suit. It's yeah, nuts. It, it, it's pretty rough. Uh, but other than that, you know, I uh, I don't even know what else I've been having time to play. Well, you you know, we're not going to talk about the adventures of Patman. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yo, the Arkham games are great, man. <laughs> Do you know how good the Arkham games are? Uh, Dude, I had a month to where... I called it the long Halloween to where I played nothing but Batman games. It's incredible. Like, yeah. honestly, Batman games are good. Even, like, starting with, like, Super Nintendo Batman. Uh, even NES Batman. Uh, yeah. was Like, uh, the first the Batman game was a really solid blend of, like, Mega Man and, like, Ninja Gaiden. Is that the, is that the one that's based off the film? Yes. Yeah, 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 I remember that one. Very loosely. Yeah, loosely based. Honestly, I think the title screen was based on the film. Basically, like the box art, and that's about it. Uh, It was a marketing ploy. Yeah. So, you know, the Arkham games are great. Honestly, in my head, it's all a build-up to Spider-Man now, though. Uh, If I had a PS4, I'd be right there with you. I feel you. (laughs) I forgot. Is that PS4 exclusive? Yes, it is. Sony's got the lock on that. Uh, who is it? Naughty Dog that's making it? No, uh, uh, it's Activision. Oh, Insomniac, yeah. I don't know, Insomniac. Yeah, Insomniac is a second party developer. 
And for right, those right. Who, who don't know, because I've never brought this up on here, a second-party developer is someone who makes something exclusively for a console. So, like, they only make games for, like, Sony. They don't make games mm-hmm. for PC or the a Nintendo console or Microsoft console or anything else. Yeah, and so we've seen that with, like, Rare a bunch. That's the big one to bring up with second party. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but the thing is, is, like, that can confuse people because it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, we own them. It's a, no, they just signed a contract saying, like, they only make games for us because it was a great get for, the brand, like, the PS4 brand. Right. right yeah, right. Uh, Quantic Dream is like that. Oh, really? So, Ted, what, what have you been playing, my friend? So, I've been playing a lot of Castle Crashers. I'm trying to get through it on Insane Mode for the first time ever. Um, playing a lot of Here's the Storm, as per usual, and mm-hmm. Fortnite, and I think that's about it, primarily. Yeah, wasn't Castle Crashers, like, made by, like, a bunch of people from Newgrounds. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, I know thing, they think Newgrounds. Thing is, is like back in the day in high school, I was a Newgrounder because they had the best Flash games. Oh, oh yeah, yeah for sure, everyone was there. Right, I loved that back in the day. It's like you had that, and I should be working. dot com. It was, which was. Uh, they had, there was a feature on the website I should be working.com and I don't know if that website even exists still to where it was a button in the top right of every web page to where you click it and it would make it look like a spreadsheet sure 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 <laughs> oh my gosh I, I remember I was on funny junk a lot oh wow that that's a blast yeah, was, I did I did mini clips mini clips Oh, mini clips. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, we all had our, like, web browser flash games to play. Yeah, we had mini clips. I think there was also Shockwave back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. I think we could make an episode over just, like, here's some of the shit that you will not find anymore on the internet, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what was your website du jour for that sort of stuff, Zez? Don't know if I had one. I don't think I had one. Mm. Neopets or anything? It's like, dude, go to Addicting Games. I mean, Nickelodeon bought them out and Viacom has ruined it, but still. No, I was, you know, no, I was... I didn't really get into big into PC stuff until, like, 2010. Ah, yeah. So, yeah. I I didn't own a PC. I was doing homework in the school computer lab. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Uh, nude in the computer lab, yeah. Yeah. Well, that and, like, on the computer lab, somebody installed, like, Quake Tournament on all the computers, and we'd land. Quake. Oh, Quake, tight. Quake Unreal. That sounds fun. Yeah, oh, uh, we, ha- we had this uh, interesting thing of doing, it was new for my area, to where you could go what's called College Path, which was very traditional to prepare you for college, or Technical mm-hmm. Path, to where they'd actually give you job skills. So I went technical path, right? And you had, and I'm like, okay, awesome. Um, I'm going to go into computer design and culinary arts. 
Okay. There's great. no crossover whatsoever, but the reason why I took culinary <laughs> arts is because I wanted a girlfriend and I knew that women <laughs> love guys that could cook. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, it worked. That's, <laughs> if it works, if that worked, great. That's fantastic. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I like one of the guys in there was uh like just and went to the computer lab because instead of like hiring a proper company to come in, which they eventually did years after I got out of high school, it was like, no, 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 the students will work on it and they'll be oversight. So like the teacher didn't give a shit. It's like, yeah, we don't care if you put games on there. Just like don't advertise that they're there you know that's pretty uh, stellar it, it was great uh like that guy was like he was one of those teachers i was just like listen i understand that being in high school sucks i will make it a little bit easier you just try not to make my job harder on me it's all masking. oh that's super that's super legit i love but, teachers like that oh yeah and the thing is is like you know, he was the type of teacher that would actually sit down and give you fucking life advice when you need it too. So stellar dude. That's but before we get into our actual topic of the day, Zez, let's talk about our sponsors. Are you leaning up where am I? You are. Our for our first our first unofficial sponsor is Gatherbot by Approven. It is a bot that we use to fund the show as well as manage our chat over there, uh that's communicating with Jay to the vise. Um, <laughs> uh, it funds the show through free tips, which use mobile games or such to do just as donations directly to Gatherbot comes back to the channel. Yeah. And basically why do you, instead of like using Streamlabs, something like that, the reason why we use it is like pet, you've heard of those things where it's like, Oh, this streamer got a hundred thousand dollars or like some, God awful insane amount in a donation, mm -hmm. but then it turns into a chargeback. Mm -hmm. What happens it with this one? It's a uh, it goes to Opera Event, which is the company, and they're like, okay, we're going to hold on to this for a month. If it doesn't get a chargeback, we'll give it to you. And if it does, it you're not going to deal with the problems. Like that's what we're oh, here for. That's nice. Yeah, but they also take ten percent off the top after a the first hundred bucks you make it every month. Uh, I see. But they don't. But they. But basically, if your channel isn't growing, they're not going to take money from you. Like sort of thing. And actually, um, I was able to talk to him. I was like, yeah, uh it's like it's June. It's my birthday month, and they waived it for that month. So they're pretty. Oh, that's nice. They're nice about that. But. Moving on, secondly, a special shout-out to anybody who uses Cheers, Subs, or just uses Twitch Prime, even if you don't use it for us. Just thank you for being able to watch this ad-free while it's being live-recorded. Uh, it's a great way to like support your favorite people if you already have an Amazon Prime account, such as any of the fine gentlemen around me. Yeah. God, that felt so chill. <laughs> I mean, it is. It, it is. really you is. <laughs> uh, and lastly is our charity of the month. Um, 
It's Extra Life. Extra Life is a charity supporting Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Streamers pick a hospital in their area to support on game day to stream for 24 hours, or they can break it up between multiple days, which I'm really tempted to do this year, all while fundraising money to go to the when hospital. Does, when, does it take, when does it take place this year? Uh, I don't know the exact date. It's usually like one of the first weekends in fall. Um, it's always on a Saturday. Like usually, like whenever the time zone changes, that's the weekend they pick to see if somebody will do twenty five hours. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it was um, if it fell on the, the TwitchCon weekend. Is what I was wondering. No idea. And honestly, it's a whole like you can, you can have fun over at TwitchCon, friend. I'm I'm good. No, I was just I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Oh yeah. So, trend chasing the companies. You guys familiar with that at all? Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Like I the mean, current trends, right? Well, like current, like it can be any time that you've noticed it. Like we've got a list here and some of them, like a couple of them are pretty freaking old. Right? Okay. Like a, an example of a trend that was... That's still kind of being chased today are Pac-Man clones. As soon as something gets released, <clears throat> a Pac-Man clone is just released automatically. It's almost, you can expect it. But ah, interesting. Now, now you see that makes sense because like you look at the impact that Pac-Man had, right? Oh yeah, like Pac-Man Fever was a thing. I mean, the song was in fact the thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you have to be pretty big to have a song after you. <laughs> Uh, and like, I doubt there was a single arcade that didn't have Pac-Man. Oh yeah. Like, cause, cause before that you, like, you didn't have anything that was like, I think the reason why Pac-Man was so big is because it was a very, it was a fun game that also happened to be gender neutral. That's true. Like, you know. It wasn't like, oh, you're this little man trying to get the princess from the ape, you know, with uh, Donkey Kong, for example. Well, and, you know, on top of there, I I would say look at the original, like, Donkey Kong, which I don't know the exact years, but I'm assuming they came out around the same time. Right. Uh, That game... You, you still had to like be a bit more skillful skillful to do it. Oh yeah. You had to jump, you had to, you know, keep your eye on things. Pac-Man you you basically are just turning left and right. Yeah, yeah like anyone going, can pick go, it up. You're going to four nautical directions and that's it. And everybody can go, Oh, it's a maze. I know what a maze they're, is. Right, exactly. They're, they're, they're one year apart. One year apart? Got it. Pac-Man oh, was yeah. eighty Donkey Kong was eighty one. Okay. Yeah, but some of the spinoffs that happened during the height of Pac-Man fever. Mousetrap, Snack Attack, Snapper, Dung Beetles. Sounds like a shit game. Thief. <laughs> oh, man. No, no. This entire on. podcast was just building to that moment. Jeez. <laughs> wow. I love how they just call you on a bad joke. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Oh, I harassed Pat one time with just pun after pun after pun, and I formed it into a news thing in his chat. Oh my gosh. 
uh, uh, thief. No, not that one. This is a different one. Uh, thief town. Three Felix and the Fruit Monster. Mm-hmm. And Hungry Man. It was Japanese only, released one year after Pac-Man. And it was basically Pac-Man. Oh my gosh. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I I haven't heard of a single one of those games. I wonder (laughs) why. Pac-Man overshadowed all of them. Uh, But I look them up right now. Like, I just looked up up Snack Attack. I looked up Mousetrap. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No joke, they're the exact same game. They're not trying to hide anything. Well, the thing is, is you can't, uh, you cannot copyright gameplay, but you can copyright code. Right. Well, you know, and it's interesting, and we can get to this, but mm-hmm. there's th- this whole big debate about uh, PUBG, right? Yeah, there's and, a reason uh, why they went to Korea, South Korea. Right. Uh, but we can get to that. Yeah. Uh, oh, trust me, I, I, I've got a McRib <laughs> to pick there. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, but with with uh, these games, like. With how successful that is, of course, everyone wants a piece of the pie. Right, you know. And, and, okay, the thing that frustrates me is, okay, you want a piece of the pie, cool, right? And, say, if they make something that the gameplay's the same, but they jazz it up, right? As mm-hmm. far as, like, the styles, the visuals, like, to make it a whole new experience. Because as much as a gameplay hound that I am, like, that's the big thing for me. Right, the numbers and the systems. Mm-hmm. That's not a hundred percent of what makes a game experience worthwhile. You know, you still have right, the right. audio and the visual and the blah blah blah. Whereas, like, if you at least jazz it up there, I- I'll give it a soft pass. <laughs> that that you're like, this is my limit. <laughs> it's like it's like just at least do that. But if it's just like, yeah, we changed the title screen. Go get fucked. <laughs> Just straight up. <laughs> if you like Pac-Man, you'll love this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's like, a, it's if, you're making, if you're making the video game equivalent of bagged cereal. <laughs> hey, speaking of sound design, if you guys get the chance, you should look up Snack Attack. Uh, that's the worst sound design I've ever heard in a video game. Oh, God. Uh, it just kind of sounds like a grandma fading away. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it sounds awful. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah, the game's depressing. <laughs> the fact that it's a thing that people were paid to make this. Uh, well, and you, we got to think, like, once again, back then, it was probably, like, what, one to three dudes working on this? Yeah, like for example, Adventure, which is was made by one fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Adventure, uh, Pac Man, I, Pac Man, I think was made by like two dudes. Uh, there was a, I don't know if you guys have seen anything by a YouTuber named uh, the Video Game Historian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know of Norm. I've actually, mm-hmm. uh, I actually used, um him as a reference to get started when I was looking up stuff about the video game museum because I was doing a spotlight on that. The dude's very knowledgeable. Uh, But a video he did was on Tetris and Tetris was made by one dude. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's crazy how games were back then. That's like an hour long video too. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I it, love it, that it's movie. so good. It's never boring. It's well produced. Like my hat's off to him. But back then, when you're talking about making these clones, mm-hmm. like that's just what they had. <laughs> you know how how varied could you make games back then? Yeah, and uh, and that's true to a point. <laughs> but it's just like right, right. Sorry, to a point. Yeah, uh, but obviously the ones we're seeing here. It's not even to a point. They're taking the exact same game, putting a different color on it, and being like, yep, Copy, brand new. paste, palette swap, done. Like, I am a game what games player. are. Like, you know, this is Unity asset reps before Unity existed. Yeah. Like, but it's just like, oh, no wonder the market got flooded. There's so many fucking clones. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's interesting because we're talking about those one like Pac-Man's a great example here we're seeing. And mm-hmm. I'm sure we could find clones of this. But we look a little bit like further on, right? Uh yeah. into the the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh you're going to find clones there, but the big ones like m- fuck it, Mario, you know? Yeah. Wasn't there like a couple of twin sisters? That were like competing on Mario, but they were pe- competing against them, but they were on the fucking Amiga. What? Yeah. Uh, I had no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually I remember no this. Uh, at, like, you guys familiar with Larry Bundy Jr.? No. Uh, okay. Pretty sure you made that name up. <laughs> no, I didn't. He's a YouTuber. Okay, okay. Um, he has what's called Fact Hunt, is the show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, very well researched. He has his own book because he's done so many. He's like, listen, I'm going to put this shit into a book, right? Oh, but cool. There was a, and he's he's still making them. Um, there was a tour like literally it was like, okay, we're going to gender swap Mario. We're going to put it like on the Amiga or the ZX Spectrum or some shit like that. Are you, oh, sure, right. are you sure you're not talking about Bubble Bobble? No. What are, are you, you talking? talking are you talking about Ice Climbers? No, this was never on the NES ever. No, I'm talking. I'm looking at Amiga games. Okay, time to look it up. Yeah, yeah, you can't just spit this knowledge at us without giving us exact yeah, names. Yeah. But like, it was just like they were like the more raunchy version of the Mario Brothers. Oh snap! Uh, yeah, is it, I don't see the Hold on, is it the? No. Started with a G or something. Is it the Gianna sisters? Yes. The Gianna sisters. That's what right, it is. You know, what's, you know what's fucking crazy? I don't know if you guys knew this, but there's, like, not a brand new game, but there was a game called the Gianna sisters that came out that was two twin sisters. Yes, but the original, but they, back in the day, they made them, and it was released in May of 87. Shit. A month before I was born. Um, it was published by Rainbow Arts. And it was on yeah. the Amiga, the Amstrad, the MX, oh my God. MSX2, like the. Uh, it, it, it's crazy. You look up just a screenshot of this, and you're like, "Oh, that's Mario." Oh, that really is Mario. <laughs> you see, it's like that's super funny. It's like why? <laughs> like we can make jokes about like Tomb Raider basically being Uncharted. Yeah. But, like, this is actually Mario. (laughs) This is legit. Like, the fucking level design's the same. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a... Yeah. 
I, I was like, I'm sorry, but if I did that, I would be the crass son of a bitch. It was like, yeah, instead of going down a flagpole, they just slide down a stripper pole. <laughs> no, they, they, still, they still go down tubes. Uh, you remember, like, that? I mean, that's that's when they got away with crazy shit, right? Like, uh, yeah. Custer's Revenge. Uh, it was it was like it was literally wild west of gaming where they didn't Zez, give a fuck. Zez, have I ever told my Custer's Revenge story on a podcast? I don't think so. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so Here it comes. I was in. Here it comes. I was in one seven Cav, right? Set the seventh cavalry might sound a little familiar. That was Custer's old unit, right? Oh wow. All right, and that's historic. That's awesome. Also, if you mm-hmm. ever watched uh, the movie We Were Soldiers or read the book, same unit, right? Or the mm-hmm. same squadron, right? It was just a different section of it, right? Because I was not air cav. Fuck heights. That sure. Said, I'm like, so they have this thing called the board, and the board is, or the promotion board, and the promotion board is like, you know, they ask you a bunch of questions, and at one point you have to do like to present a piece of history to you're, um, <laughs> this is how little of a fuck I gave about this board, by the way. Um, <laughs> gotta present some history about your unit, right? And, sure. And I'm like, General Custer was the first person to be in the modern military to be portrayed in a video game. Wow, that's what you dropped on them? Yeah, and they're like, "What? where's your proof? And I handed them a copy of Custer's Revenge and screenshots. <laughs> Oh my god! Because I did not, I didn't want to be a sergeant because I had to re-enlist to become a sergeant, and I wasn't re-enlisting. Sure. They were like, "What the fuck is this?" And I, it's like first sergeant and the sergeant major just looking at me like I just grew a dick out of my forehead, <laughs> and I'm Which, just there straight face the entire time. Honestly, the dick out of your forehead—that's pretty close to the game too. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh, Ted, have you oh, seen God. this game? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty uh, um, crazy. For you who don't know, you are raping a, you're dodging arrows and raping a Native American woman who is tied to a cactus. It's messed up. <sighs> don't worry, it's an Atari graphics, so it's like a big pixelated wiener. Right, right, right. Yeah, because I was curious, um, <laughs> I, I searched the game. And then there's a section what people have also searched for. And there's this game on the Atari 2600 called Beat 'em and Eat 'em. Yeah, that was on a uh, Angry Video Game oh Nerd uh, episode. It's basically the game to where you catch bombs, but instead you're two women catching jizz in their mouth. What? Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, you got this guy with his dick hanging over a building, just jerking it off down the building. You're like, ah. Oh, God. Boy, howdy, were games weird back then, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I've seen this one. Yeah, these were the unlicensed porno games. <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't know what the fuck you were signing up for, did you? <laughs> uh, I, I, was just, I was just pointing this out because this is one of those things where you go into the dark corner somewhere <laughs> with, with your topics, Bob. Why is the jizz yellow? I don't get that. <laughs> um, They had a lot of pineapple. Got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> uh... Yo, let's let's segue let's our ass on. back. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the situation's getting so, too sticky for my liking. No. So, oh, here's another oh, God. <laughs> this is the most unnecessary. Super. 
<laughs> so here's another popular game to where it wasn't the game itself that got cloned. There were changes, but it did cause a massive industry boom of a certain genre. World of Warcraft and the boom of the MMO. Here are some of the games that were released the year World of Warcraft was made that were MMOs as well, or the year after, right? City Heroes, City of Villains, Perfect World, The Matrix Online, Guild Wars, Silk Road Online, Rose Online, Shot Online, which is a fucking golf MMO that I could not make up if you paid me to, <laughs> Club Penguin, Dot Heck Fragment, I got a tangent on that, Urban du- Urban Dead, Dungeon Fighter Online, which I think is still going, Star Wars Galaxies, which you can still find fan servers for, Ultima Online, and Al- Archlord. All these were released either in 2004 or 2005. And Warcraft was 2004, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Ultima Online was actually 97, but... Right, right, right. To, to, like, actually put this in perspective, we're not saying World of Warcraft is the first no. MMO. We're yeah. just you saying know, it's... Ultima, there was EverQuest. The, the boom, if you were. Yeah. The boom. But, it was uh, the okay. match to that particular wick. I, I, I don't know about that, because from what I'm seeing, a lot of those games came up before Warcraft. Warcraft was just the one that uh, popularized it. Sure, it sure. To another level. Like, EverQuest 2 was before it. City of Heroes was before it. Star Wars Galaxy was before it. Planet Rune Scape. Hey, Zaz, you're out Shadow of focus. Maple Story. I'm out of focus. I shouldn't be out of focus. <laughs> you're back into focus. But, uh. <laughs> but, no, here's the one that gets me, right? And, like, these games that aren't, like before, but it's just like WoW was the one that dominated the MMO boom, or that caused it in my mind, at least. And this is how fucking popular MMOs were at the time to show you how prolific WoW was to be the top contender because it had a lot of competition, right? Yeah. But here's the thing that gets me Dot Hack, right? There's. This was during like the PS2, the uh, ass end of the PS2 era, blah, 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 right? Mm hmm. Dot Hack is an offline game for the PS2 to where you play as a character in a simulated MMO world end game. To where in the game lore, yes, it's an actual MMO called The World. So, the fact there's an actual MMO based off of that, like, that's like finding Street Fighter, the movie, the game. It's like finding Antimatter. It makes my brain melt just a little bit finding out that that exists. You know what? I'm going to tell you, though. If done well, that would have been a super fun game. It would have. I guarantee it wasn't, though. Well, it might have actually been because I just don't know if it got over to American Shores. Could have been I see. Because mm. you got to remember, at one point in uh, at least American history and how internet was done, say MMOs could not have been possible because how internet was charged in, say, MUDs. Mm-hmm. Right? Say, I perform, my character performs an action on your character. Me being from the East Coast, you being the West Coast. For me to perform that action, I have to pay for the time that it takes me to do it, as well as the difference distance between me and you. Mm-hmm. Oh that my gets gosh. prohibitively expensive, and this is a text-based system. <laughs> yeah. You know, something... I, I, just, I just want to compare these two game ideas that we've brought up so far, right? Pac-Man mm-hmm. and World of Warcraft. Uh, because the big difference right now is the ones we saw with Pac-Man is they were 
just clones, right? Yeah, but this one uh, is a business model. This is the idea. This is this is how games were done. Like, yeah. uh, I, I don't think anyone could confuse World of Warcraft and, you know, City of Heroes, for instance. Yeah, or uh, even if you took, like, say, World of Warcraft and another high fantasy game, the aesthetics will be different, how you play it's different, mm-hmm. you know. Like, yes, to someone who's not into gaming at all, all they see is orcs, wizards, and this weird shit for nerds. I get that. Yeah. But, kind of solidified the genre, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. but the thing that's interesting is right is they they saw how much money was in this. <laughs> uh, we need to make because, MMOs. You know, uh, yeah. on this list, and I don't I don't know all of them, uh, but I know for instance, Guild Wars didn't have a monthly subscription. No, it was you pay, uh, you got it. Yep, but World of Warcraft, very well known, had that. I think it was nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. Yeah, Warcraft started the subscri- subscription services, and or at, least, yeah. or at least majorly popularized it. After that was a that, big turnoff for me. Oh, like me too. Yeah, it's like, listen, if I got a, like, if it was subscription only and you don't have to pay for the base game like it is now, I would have been more. I'd warm up to it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it's like you had to give, go to the store and give them money to get the get a one month trial. <laughs> and the game. And yeah. It's it's crazy because, you know, that was 2004. We're 2018, and I think we're just finally starting to see, you know, these MMORPGs that aren't charging a subscription service. Yeah. Or getting backlash for it. True. You know, uh, I know a big thing with Final Fantasy XIV and Elder Scrolls Online was the subscription fee. Yeah. Oh, really? This is kind of jumping ahead. A little bit, but like we went from the MMO boom to free to play, right? Right, right. But the problem with free to play MMOs is they break what I consider the cardinal rule of a free to play model: don't sell power. And oh uh, yeah, I think Ted, you you know for sure, Maple Story was free to play, right? Yeah. So Ted Ted has a lot of experience with Maple Story in this like whole boat thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking about trying it again. <laughs> See, they, that's how they get you. They get you, and they got you for life. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, the, there was not really pay for power that I remember. It was all like cosmetic stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like paying for flair. I have no problem with. Yeah, me you neither. Pay for this cute little pet. What does it do? Jack shit. Yeah, I don't know a lot of them that actually pay for power. Um, with MMOs, it's usually not in the, what I can, the PVE side, the, you fighting like NPCs and stuff. It's usually in the PVP side. Hmm. That's like, PVE. Uh, oh yeah. Say again. You said P- PVE. Is that what you meant? Yeah. No, no. He PvP said PVP side, player versus player side. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said it wasn't in the PvP. Yeah, it's it's normally it's... not in the player versus environment. It's normally over in the player versus oh, I see, player, I see. in my experience. I could be wrong. Who knows? <laughs> but one way they get you, right, is, oh, you pay for the subscription. I got this free-to-play game. It's like, yeah, but you get the stuff, right, that you 
this currency that you can use to buy stuff that's exclusively for PvP. You know? Okay. Uh, I think as it, um, Swotor did that, I believe. Mm. Swotor never mm. did that. No, 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 sorry. I, 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 I played no, Swotor. No, no, I, I, was, Swotor I went to Swotor because <laughs> it was the one to where I went to Dragon Con just to try out the game. And it was, uh, and that's a three hour drive, which is insane to try out a fucking game. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a beta build. Um, uh, DC Universe Online. Okay. Like, the PvP is so fucking broken in that game. Interesting. But it's free to play now. It was released, you had to pay for it. Not monthly, you just had to buy the disc. Right. I'm like, well, (laughs) shit. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting because in that free to play model, mm-hmm. uh, I think we see most uh, MOBAs right now. Yeah. Which, the yeah. one thing that saves MOBAs is they typically go with the model of listen, if you play it a lot, you can get everything. Yeah, it's which gonna, is nice. It's going to take a fuck ton of time, but if you like the game, that's a good thing. Well, you know, it's interesting. We We have a. In our apartment, because uh, Ted and I live in the same house, mm-hmm. uh, we have two like very drastically different approaches to that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Heroes of the Storm has been big in our household for basically since it came out. Yeah, hot is usually yep. a hot thing. Uh, come on, that wasn't, that wasn't even fun, right? <laughs> I, like I didn't even He's realize that was a pun. My bad. You're always yeah. waiting. You're always waiting. <laughs> Uh, but we've got a yeah. Ted, who basically hasn't spent a dime on the game. Yeah. Uh, and we've got Chris, who has spent a lot on the game. Almost when every new hero comes out. Uh, at, you know, they both ended up at the same place virtually. Uh, but one of them got there a lot sooner. Uh, and I can't... I can't knock the game for that. Yeah. like it, It's giving you an opportunity to play how you want it to, uh, and you understand the limitations you're forcing onto yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is it's a, the game's free up front, so I'm fine with it, right? And they have, and, and there's one thing that we haven't mentioned, the rotation, right? Right, right. Like, if they didn't have the rotation, I wouldn't even play it. Yeah, it's true. It, it makes it kind of... Uh, ex- like exciting in a limited way for new players each week. I think or it's a smart idea. Cheap bastards like myself. <laughs> true, true. Well, and you know this. Uh, once again, it's I'm not. It, by no means is League of Legends the first MOBA, uh, but I think we can look at that as like the one that once again really popularized it. Yeah, it I definitely thought it was Dota. Far. See, Dota, or Dota two, but even then, Dota, wasn't that Dota a mod? two, right? The first Dota? I yes. The first Dota. Well, the first, first Dota, Dota is a mod, is what I'm saying. Right, right. But I'm saying, it, like, they were big. Uh, once again, you know, EverQuest was big, but World of Warcraft brought it to the next level. Yeah. And I, like, I think that's what League of Legends did. Yeah, I, I mean, I it's, there's one thing when it comes to, like, oh, it's big in the gaming sphere, right? But mm-hmm. when it starts 
cross-populating pop culture, that's when it's big in my mind. That's true. Like, yes, Evercrack was huge. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. Um, WoW was bigger because pe- my grandmother, who knows nothing, the woman's in her 80s now, okay? <laughs> she knows nothing about video games. She's heard of WoW. That's how big it is. Yeah. Like, you know, she's seen a commercial or two about it. They Like, they've got the money behind it. Uh, but it is interesting to me how these, uh, these games that kind of tra- transcend the gaming sphere, how they end up shaping it as mm-hmm. well. You know, because we brought up Dota and Here's the Storm, Smite. There's all these MOBAs that came out after. Oh, I forgot about Smite. Poor Smite. It looks like it looks like the it looks like the first MOBA was actually Aeon of Strife. Mm. Well, and uh, I think Ted played a game called what was it Heroes of Norath? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's a New Earth. New Earth. Yeah. Which was basically uh, Heroes of the Storm before Heroes of the Storm existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Hero Attack was that. Oh, Hero Attack. Yeah, my bad. No worries. Uh, but you know, League of Legends made it this thing, and once again, I think what we're seeing with all these trends is these companies are chasing the dollar sign, right? Yeah, and the thing is, is I don't blame them, right, to a certain point, because it's never the first of something, right? That's the most mm-hmm. popular. Like, let's talk about like old school first person shooters, right? What were they called before we started calling first person shooters? Shooters? POV shooters? Doom clones. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Wolfenstein was first. It was not the best. Right. You know? Although there are people who would argue that, too, though. That's true. Yeah, I will hear people argue Wolfenstein over Doom. But, you know, as far as the best in the financial sense, if that makes sense. Sure, sure, sure. I get where you're going from. The stronger brand, like the shit that companies care about more than, say, your average gamer. Mm-hmm. So I get the mindset of like you don't have to be the first, you just have to do it better. Fine. Then actually do it better, asshole. <laughs> but that's not always even the case, right? Uh, yeah. For um, instance, we're you know I, I want to go back to you know mm-hmm. we can go to Halo, World of Warcraft, League of Legends. Let's go with uh, Halo. Great. I'll I'll shoot on Halo. I fucking hate that series. <laughs> uh, all right. Halo is basically defined the first-person genre, right? Yeah, for its era, uh, yeah. Of, of, course, of course, like, don't get me wrong. We had, we had Doom, we had Wolfenstein, and, like, even, like, more recently, we had, like, Goldeneye, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, a multiplayer experience with your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Halo, and specifically in my mind, Halo 2 and 3, took that even further with the online aspect. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about, was it the Noble 17? Oh yeah, who like left it on after yeah, the server kept it going oh, for yeah, an extra was... two months because they were shutting down the servers. Which is it's cool, but there's so many better games that came out after Halo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like Halo may have defined it, and they may have made a lot of money, but they're not the best. Yeah, and speaking of Halo, you remember like in marketing 
like you'd see commercials or like like in a like a magazine it's like this game's going to be the next Halo killer. Yeah. For two oh, yeah. fucking years I heard that shit. <laughs> For a while they're still saying it. Yeah, I'm just like just a name drop. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, yeah, thank you for reminding me of a better game I could be playing later." You know what? It's interesting that you brought that up. Uh because nowadays uh yo, I don't know if you guys knew, I like uh fighting games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so uh, the big one I play is Street Fighter V and every game that's come out after Street Fighter V you'll see just nth number of comments being like this is it this is the game that's going to kill Street Fighter V <laughs> Injustice 2 killing Street Fighter V Tekken 7 killing Street Fighter V they're different types of fighting games like completely <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters? It's fucking crazy how much people latch onto one game and then they have to start comparing every other game to it though. Yeah, and the thing is it's like, okay, you're you're a fighting game, man, so you so and probably much more than I am, because with me I'm very casual. I just like looking at the mechanics going, Oh, this is how they like the systems kinda work and I enjoy watching. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah, a lawyer, sure. basically, right? I mean, it's a creepy way of saying it, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm, in, I'm fully there. I'm invested. It's like, I like to watch, but I don't want to in on the action. I'm good over mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. because I will get wrecked. Sure. <laughs> but. <laughs> yes, Ted, I'm Before warning you know. these all horribly for your benefit exclusively. I don't know. Here's the thing I don't even know if you're getting to a point or if you just want to call yourself a lawyer. <laughs> but either way, I'm here's like, the point, right? I'm here. Like, let let's take those three games you talked about: Tekken, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, let's, the series overall, right? Yep. And um, and I'm lumping in Justice on that one because yeah, yeah, a- NRS games are the same. And Street Fighter, right? I look at it in a very bare basics lo- way, like casual way of looking at it is Street Fighter is anime fighting game the game is over the top and it's fun right sure yes it is important to know your footsies your spacing blah blah but it's a lot more fast paced and hectic right sure yeah and justice and neverwinter or not neverwinter wow i've been playing neverwinter nights here I, lately, wish, so. I wish neverwinter would have a fighting game oh man i think cool. they did <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up now. Anyways, Nether Realms games, they're more slow, methodical when it comes to the timing and stuff, and you, there's, and you don't have to have as keen of a reaction time. Sure. Comparatively to, like, say, a Street Fighter, which is much more fast-paced, and you might have a little bit more environmental hazards, right? You know, it's, it, it's, it's, more, it's more of like, you know, like, you have Conan the Barbarian, you have D&D, right? Conan the Barbarian, yes, it's a fantasy setting, but it's slow fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Street Fighter's high fantasy. Tekken, it's very low fantasy, but you're not shooting out like Hadoukens. You're not, you know, throwing these crazy... Like, you don't have the fireball, right? You have nothing comparable to it. Right. And, it's of course, there, all there, about there's exceptions the to all of this, but generally, yeah. Yeah. It's all about the limb system and like it focuses it focuses its forefront on footsies more than it 
the other two games do, in my sure. opinion. Like, the amount of the tactics in that game rely on footsies far more than the other two. I get what you're saying. Uh, but I think, you know, kind of going with our idea of, like, chasing trends and, like, game starting trends and whatnot, uh, as a whole, we can look at the fighting game genre of video games. Uh, and uh, once again, yes, there's a... Uh, I, th- I forget. I think it's called Karate Kid, even. Uh, and the original Street Fighter, they existed. But the one that really pushed it all through was Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's one of the biggest games of all time mm-hmm. in terms of sales numbers and everything, especially with all of its re-releases. Yeah, and just its impact on culture, which is a very subjective thing, but still. I feel like yeah, Mortal yeah, Kombat came close. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and the thing I mean, is, that is one, there, of course, had an impact there, based on, like, you know, parents getting upset over the blood. Yeah. No, 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 no. Did you... No, you remember, like, how you could rip somebody, like, the fatalities, how you could do the spying rip with Sub-Zero? Yeah. Um, apparently, they didn't think that anybody would find it find them a oh, kid really? found it by accident wouldn't find all of them right so a kid found it by accident on his own and he was the first play tester oh my gosh oh that's pretty funny yeah and then the guy was like i don't know what you're talking about i was like no no no, you can totally do this it's like see it's like hey mister you make the games like yeah it's like didn't you see me just like i don't know what you're talking about kid <laughs> <laughs> weird it sounds oh. like if a playtester just randomly found the Easter egg in Adventure. Yeah, but it was like a public playtest, right? Oh, yeah, I get you. Yeah, to where they bring it to an arcade and see how well it performs. Sure, but sure. Because that kid kept on like getting trying to find quarters and stuff to like try to do it again. He was like, we're on to something here. That's crazy. Ugh, Jesus. That's... I found out that story earlier this week, and it's still probably the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard of a dev doing to a kid. Like, like what a what a cock tease of a dev. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like something Ed Ed Boon would say, Jay. Uh, okay, back on topic. Mm-hmm. Were we ever were we ever really on topic? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know how the show works, as. <laughs> So, um, I don't know how to break this gently without it turning into a ruckus, so I'm just going to say it. Fuck loot boxes. Yep. Just, I don't know why you think that turned into a ruckus. That's a general <laughs> idea, right? <laughs> just like, even if it's cosmetic, <laughs> if it's a premium game, fuck loot boxes. Just throwing it out there. They, uh, they can be done well, in my opinion. They can be done better better than a lot of than like say Battlefront 2 I will give you that but I personally and you know if they have it's like oh you can do the loot box system or this other system like say microtransactions microtransactions to me if I'm straight up buying like skins say in Overwatch Mm -hmm. I'd be fine with that it's the random chance and the chance that you'll get duplicates. I am not a fan of at all. I think I feel like I'm being taken for a ride. 
Yeah, I'm not I'm not into buying loot boxes, but if there's an in-game way of just getting them as I'm playing, I'm 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 fine with that. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, for Battlefront 2, like they did it the absolute worst way possible. It's like guys, at least spit on it before you stick it in shit. <laughs> it's like it's like exactly. your EA. I know what I'm signing up for. I know somewhere I'm about to get fucked. But come on. Yeah, they can like do no right lately. I don't get it. Uh, did you speaking of them doing no right? Didn't you hear they got rid of their free games program? Oh my god, really? Yeah, like the EA Origin, like every couple months they give you another free game. Their last free game they gave out was fucking Peggle. Oh god. I feel like I can play Peggle online free anywhere. And before that, it was like a Plants vs. Zombies Game of the Year edition. And I'm like, this is What? A, I'm like, you, yeah, they were just giving away all the PopCap games that nobody was fucking buying. <laughs> like, and free on mobile, for example. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is so sad. Jesus. God. But they're like, no, well, no, no. We're, we're now pushing the the access thing to where you have to pay to get a bunch of games. And I'm like, or access to a bunch of games. I'm like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> no <laughs> nice way fuck to you, everyone. That. Yeah. Wait, are you confusing their On the House with their Origin Access? Is that what you're confusing? No, no, no. They like got rid of like... On the House. Right. It sounds like you're confusing that... the access. No, but what I'm, but my thing is they've, they've had both of them for a while. Yeah. But it wasn't like saying, they weren't promoting. It wasn't like they weren't promoting Origin Access. Yeah, they're getting rid of on the house to put even more funds into Access because they they're chasing dollars, which makes sense. But I'm like, dude, you could put one guy on on the house and his idea and his job is to pick a game every two months. That's it. Uh, you know what's crazy, and you kind of just reminded me with this Origin thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking online services for these video games. Uh, what I'm talking is like, you know, you have to have a PlayStation Plus subscription. Mm-hmm. You have to have to have an Xbox Live Gold subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you don't get to play online. I'm like, motherfuckers, I pay for my internet. What the hell? It's crazy, <laughs> but, right? But you but you don't pay them for your internet. They're not an <laughs> right, ISP. Right. They can fuck off. It isn't that. Isn't that just crazy? Like you, you look back, you know, back during uh, the Halo times. As I don't think we needed that subscription, right? I'm not For sure. Xbox Live? No, I, I think yeah, I think you needed. Uh... I thought I thought Xbox Live was always paid. Yeah, I thought it was always paid. Man, Fuck but that games, was like man. every game. It was PlayStation Plus that you didn't need subscription for until the that's right. Before. Yeah. That's right. Or no, it's the PlayStation Network for the PS3, but here's the reason why. They didn't own the servers. Now they do. Right, right. So, of course, they're going to start charging for it. Jeez. Uh, and, you know, we're getting that now with Nintendo, too, right? Uh, the Switch is finally getting their, like, internet service up. Yeah. I have so have many problems with it. the Switch that I, will, I refuse to buy one. Really? Yeah, and like, and I I know that like everybody at like the TOVG loves the Switch, but it's just the idea of like, hey, um, I have a child who is nine, 
and she will break something. Uh, it's not an if, it's a when. That's true. Part of having a child, right? Yeah. So when, if, that particular thing gets broken, right? What happens to my saves? Oh, I, they just go by. I, can I back them up and like switch it to another switch? No? Oh. Uh, and with the Wii U, it was the entire problem of, hey, um, if this thing goes down, it was the same problem. On top of, it was, uh, and I don't know if they fixed it for the Switch, but because any DLCs you bought were locked to the Switch and not your account, mm. any DLCs that you got went by with that thing, too. And I'm like, oh. But no. I, I, I don't... I also don't see you complaining to Steam, though. If you were to uninstall a Steam game and then take it off the store. Say again? If you were to buy a... If you had a Steam game and they took it off the store, you uninstalled it, and they took it off the store afterwards, you lose the game. I don't see you complaining in that sense. I didn't know that was a thing, but yeah, that's bullshit, too. <laughs> you, you know what? I think, I think the big one that I knew with that one, because uh, they, like, take it off and then they bring it back, and then they take it off again, is uh, Deadpool. Yeah, because yeah. rights issues... Uh, but yeah, if you don't have that installed, you can't install it afterwards. Oh shit! Once it's off the store. Yeah. Even if you've purchased it. Right. Wow, I did that's, not know that. That's one of the things about this digital age. If, if they ever decide to take them off the storefront, and you Which, have the whole game installed, you've lost the game. <laughs> kudos <laughs> to Sony, by the way. If they take it off the storefront, you can go to your pet to your past transactions and re-download it. Right? No, no, it's not. It's no, no. PT. No. PT is a perfect example of that. No. PT is oh. off the store. You cannot re-download, re-download PT. That is actually an exception to that rule. That's exactly the, the point That's of that That's the rule. one exception. <laughs> and you didn't That's buy exactly PT any... as a free demo. But the but... point is the fact that you downloaded it and it was part of, it was in your, it was listed in your purchases on your PS4 and you can't re-download the game. But, what was it? Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1. There was some DLC for that. I bought it before they took it off the store. Then years later, I went back to it and was able to download it and actually be able to play as Juggernaut. Hmm. But if I didn't buy it beforehand, I wouldn't be. I would be able to download the patch to where I could play with people that had it, but wouldn't be able to, you know. Yes, a patch was a DLC, which was like how early days of the PS3 this was. But yeah, PT would be the exception of that rule, and I'm not even trying to be good guy Sony on it. It's like that's one thing I like about them; they did have their mm. own problems. But I'm not going to shit on everybody today. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think that has anything to do with um, Sony. I think it's in the, any independent developer that decides to do that. I don't know if Sony's changed it where they developers can't do that now. I, I think I believe... I, I'm going to blame, uh, you know. Pachinko Unlimited and International. I mean, Konami. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, what if a company were to decide to do that? I don't uh, think... Like, you know, even on PlayStation, I don't, think they would get it, I don't think you'd get it back. And, like, with certain countries, if you buy a digital good, and... Like, I know with a lot of European countries, you have the right to fucking re-download it as much as you want. So if they did that, would that be breaking any laws or what's the deal there? Because that seems really anti-consumer if it's something you actually paid for. But, moving on. Hey, Pat. 
Mm-hmm. Tell me what you feel about pit- pixel graphics, could you? <laughs> Yo, let me... Hold on. I don't, you can't just toss it to me like that when you... <laughs> and you like, skip something, Bob. And you skip something, Bob. So, some no, 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 no. Graphic. This one I want to make sure I get in. Oh. Here's the uh, thing. Guys, They're cheap so, like, to make, and you see them a lot, but in the prep for the show, like what I do is I'll, if I have one guest or two guests, I'll find one of them to figure out the topic, and it's like, hey, let's get to know you a little bit, your gaming history and stuff. And one thing that Pat mentioned is it's like he's a little tired of seeing constant uh, new well, releases to where it's like, they're using pixel graphics as a gimmick and I'm kind of tired of seeing them. Here, here's the thing. Like you're putting it honestly really nice. Uh, I'm, I'm really fucking tired of them. Uh, <laughs> it's to the point like, yeah, I don't know if you guys, how often you guys use steam, but I use it every yeah. day. Uh, and I, I love going through the, like, here's 10 recommended games for you. Yeah. The queue, the queue. Yeah. Yeah. Every fucking time I do it, eight of them, are these pixel graphic looking games? <laughs> How many I wish they would make a thing with the fucking queue to where you could say anything that has this tag. I want nothing to fucking do with it because I'll do that shit with zombies in a goddamn heartbeat. Sure, I, I, I think you can actually. I believe you can actually. No, you can make it to where they don't re- they don't give you DLC or like things that aren't specifically games or vice versa, but not I, different types of games. I feel like I have seen people like say, "Don't show me games related to this tag," mm-hmm. uh, but even then, I've also seen it not even work. Mm. Yeah, that, that could be another thing; it could not even work. Yeah, uh, but like, I get it. Pixel, and you know, okay, yeah, technically every game is pixel graphics, right? Yeah. No, uh, I refused to even argue with that because it's like no, because there's different. Yeah, yeah. We, techniques. we we know we know what I'm talking about here. But yeah, yeah. it's like everything you see on the screen is pixel by pixel. I get that. However, uh, it's just like there's an aesthetic difference. Oh yeah. By and, far, I would say this is probably one of the easiest things to do as a you know as a, a game developer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I, I get it, especially like these people who don't have the resources you know the people who aren't in these big companies this is how they can start out in gaming oh yeah and 100%. I'm like, I'll go as far as to say hey I'm currently writing a um, a document about a game idea I have right mm-hmm. and when you write one of these one of the things is like that you have to point out right in is like this is about what I want it to look like as far as this style of graphics this is how I want the sound design to be yada 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 right sure Pixel graphics are there for two reasons as someone that's looking into this. One, it's all you can afford. Mm-hmm. I get it, right? Two, and this is the shitty one, nostalgia baiting. Oh, yeah. To where it's like, we're going to make this look exactly like how Chrono Trigger did because this game plays a lot like Chrono Trigger, for example. And I'm just like, no. Uh, so far on that document, I've got it's like make it look like something from Newgrounds. <laughs> sure. Uh, like, I was like, I want it to like have a flash feel, but not the stretch that flash animation has. You know what? And the crazy thing is, is like, I, you know, I don't want to say I hate all 
pixel graphic games. But it is a turnoff. Right. Uh, yes and no. Like, because for instance, the big one that came out in the this month, right, is Octopath mm-hmm. Traveler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I'm it's not 3D. completely turned off from that. Uh, but I do think the graphic style that they've chosen uh, makes me less likely to buy the game. Yeah. It does seem like a, a nostalgia bait, like hardcore. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it, I think, guys, I think, it looks you know, like they it, made it a, is a Square Enix game. Like, it looks like they made a Square Enix RPG version of 3D Dot Heroes, just straight up. Yeah. I think people are excited that, you know, they have a game that reminds them of, like, Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm. Um, which we've talked about because <laughs> sure <laughs> well with a game like that is kind of prolific it's hard not to if you talk about RPGs as much as I do well no I'm referencing the fact that we had a two hour episode on Final Fantasy <laughs> sure yeah, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, it's, and it's hard to see an end in sight with things like Enter the Gungeon and Celeste and Shovel Knight like it seems like this is going to be going on for some time if if forever. Yeah. Right, right. And there's ways of making it look right. Like, for example, Enter the Gungeon. The entire, like, the entire meta of that game is it's a bunch of fucking pun guns. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, But sh- nostalgia isn't just a thing that's in gaming. Like, if you look at a lot of, like, current trends of, um, like, fa- like, fashion TV shows, maybe 80s or 90s inspired at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, heck, well, we even think, had I a resurgence the reason of old is, is 90s anime come back, like Dragon Ball Super. Well, and the reason is, is because the people who now start have control over these elements are our generation. Yeah. Right? And that's what we grew up with. It's true. Uh, so it just makes sense that what we grew up with is what's going to be the thing that inspires us. That makes me think, in 20 years, are we going to get developers who have um who flash back to old gta graphics where the hands are like this yeah, <laughs> yeah like ps1 maybe, graphics man. that's gonna be the new maybe we get there. a bunch of polygon games oh it's like low-res polygons the the hope is that no. they maybe just take mechanics uh please no because some of the mechanics i hated like uh tank controls just fuck that sure i get what you're saying <laughs> uh yeah they can burn in a special place in hell like <laughs> Like, they can be in the pineapple that's going up Hitler's ass right this moment for all I care, okay? <laughs> Just send them to hell. That was the big turnoff why I hated Resident Evil games for the longest time. Yeah, uh, same here. I, I, It was 4 that got me to where I'm like, okay. And thing is, it was just a perspective shift. It's the same yeah. controls. That's all it was. The perspective shift that, made it. That, that's why 7 works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, bringing it to the first-person view, that was pretty damn neat. Yeah, or even the over-the-shoulder. I didn't mind it at all. And that being said, like that's the reason why you know the RE2 remake's coming out, and I'm much more inclined to buy that game. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Uh, there's no, Metal Gear. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Remember how in the second one you could get that first-person mode to get the shot right? Yes, they made a version of it for the game uh, version of the PS One, the first Metal Gear Solid, for the GameCube that had those mechanics injected in it, and it mm, made that game better. Very and interesting. It's, uh, Twin Snakes, if I remember right. 
But uh, we're going to knock out these next three kind of quickish. Okay. 100 Man Royale. That's the current big... Huge right now. Oh, dear God. And the thing <laughs> is, is the one I was interested in failed the hardest. Oh, yeah. Uh, Radical Heights. Because mm. the aesthetic was fun and just fabulous and all that good stuff, right? See, when you put this on there, I, I immediately want to bring up The Calling too, because that game was out for five days and got shut down. Yeah. Yeah, Talk honestly, I'm... I, this is the cynic in me. I don't know if they did it on purpose as a huge marketing ploy for the original calling again. No, they they try. They literally tried to jump on the trend, and it fell uh, flat on its face, and they canceled it. And the calling was before PUBG. <laughs> oh, Gosh. Jesus. Uh, Radical Heights reminds me so much of Fortnite. Yeah, like, it's right between the two, and, like, Fortnite was, like... It's a little too cartoony for me, graphics-wise. This one looks the same. Yes and no. <laughs> the mechanic was a little too... Like, I can't wrap my hands around it for some reason. My hands oh, are Oh, I see, I see. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I just want to be able painful. to shoot well. That's it, right? But with Radical Heights, I'm like, okay, they're not going for a cartoony... Aesthetic, but they're going for a cartoony world. Like, say, if you somehow made a hundred man royale out of a Saints Row game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could was, see a dildo bat in that game, and it work. Was Agents of Mayhem like that? Um, I thought it was just an open world game that was. I, I don't know. I didn't play it. Like an arcadey. Yeah, I gave that one a pass too because my piece of crap computer couldn't run it, even if it's on the PC. But I was like, eh, cool. That's a thing. Moving on. But yeah, that crash, and I'm like, oh. But it seems like every game right now, they're like, oh, this is what people want. This is what they want to spend money on. Yeah, how it's about, funny. How about high res being trend, uh, trend jumpers? Chasing Overwatch and uh, Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, it's true. With Paladins, With Paladins. And, um, and Battle Paladins, Royale. Yeah. Or Realm Royale. Paladins pissed me off, and I don't know if they fixed it, but with Still that. Still pisses me off. With that card mechanic shit they injected in to where it, it I, turned into a slot that. machine. I basically. think they fixed that. The, uh, the thing that I'm interested to see, mm-hmm. because I think, you know, above everything else, this is, you know, the new hot. New hotness. Uh, tre- the new hot trend of game. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm interested to see just how far it goes. Uh, are we going to get uh, Star Wars Battle Royale? <laughs> I don't. I mean, well, I, I don't think it's going to go much further because I think uh, I think it was just about dead. And uh, if Fortnite didn't happen, I think it would have died right there. But here's yeah. the thing: because Fortnite did happen, like it, it breathed new life into it. Yeah. This this is incredible. Like dominance. You like you look at Twitch viewership. Fortnite's always number one, right? Yeah, it's and always in the top row at the very least. Pub PUBG's pretty close behind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I think, you know, all it takes is like putting a little bit of effort into one and you could, you know, have another semi hit on your hand. Will it ever get as big as Fortnite? Maybe not. But well, the big thing about could Fortnite, it get as big as PUBG? Maybe. And why I don't think it why I don't think it's like 
a clone of PUBG like some people claim. I'm like, it's got a different art style, got way different physics, and it has an entirely different mechanic layered on top of it. But sure. you can't. But you can't say it wasn't heavily inspired by PUBG. Oh, there's nothing wrong with inspiration, because but I'm just it, saying, it, like, it's not a complete one-to-one ripoff. Because Fortnite at launch did not have the battle royale mode in it. That's true. Oh yeah, they added that and made it a made that the they, free-to-play feature. They added it because it was "quote unquote" easy to make. It was easy to make that as a game mode. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that thing originally it was, was just supposed to be some extra stupid thing that they did. It was so easy to make that. They made this in a day and put it on April Fool's. Path of Exile had a Battle Royale <laughs> mode for a day for April 1st this year. Yeah, I remember I showed that to you. I was like, is this real? <laughs> and yes, and yes, it's fun because I love me some ARPGs. Oh, my God. I even saw a Battle Royale mode in a game that I never expected it after this like craze. It's like this free online game, Agario. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it's it. Just, it's just a cell-eating game, and they added a Battle Royale mode. And I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> oh, no. what What's going to kill me is if genital jousting jumps on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, if you get fucked, you die. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the reason that can't... That can't um, for lack of a better phrase, jump on, is because they're banned on the, Twitch. Exactly. I don't think you can stream general jousting anywhere. So I don't think any kind of game of that style that does that can't really catch on because you can't broadcast it. Mm. But oh my god, that like if if even if they did it as a joke, I would piss myself laughing just straight. Yes, up. Devolver Devolver would totally do that. Yes, they would. That'd be so funny. Ah. <laughs> uh. Devolver is so good at taking the piss out of everything. Alright, so, let's... Uh, you guys ever played any of the Telltale games? I played the Back to the Future one. Wow, that was one the, of the early ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like the only one I played. I never played them. I watched You ever them. played an adventure game? Because no, <laughs> I've I, I watched them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh... Because the way that those games are built, I can just watch somebody else play them and I have nearly the full experience. Basically, like, here's the thing. I got the border the first episode of the Borderlands one for free on my fucking phone. That's how easy mm-hmm. they are to play. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah they're, they're like they're video game TV episodes. I am super opposed to them. I'm just going to flat out say that. I, I think they're ridiculous. Here's and the they're for, like, very different people's taste than a mine. Yeah. You're not opposed to their existence. You're opposed to you playing them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I fi- just figured for the listeners, I'd cl- help clarify that to where they're like, <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate that. Writing angry fan mails. Like he, he's figured Ted said that this game shouldn't exist. And my man, Jonna hurts. <laughs> like calm I just... down. He's just saying he would never want to play one himself. I just at that point it gets so far to that point I just I'll just watch uh, Netflix or something. It just right. it just feels like I'm it's so limited interactively. Right. Yeah, that's true. I'll take it a step further and say I don't even really count them as games. Honestly. Well, yeah, I might be I, I just interactive stories. Of sense. 
Does that make sense? Like sure. Like it's hit... the same way you could say like uh, uh what was that? Dear Esther. Yeah. Technically, technically a game. I never count it as one though. Walking Sims in general. Yeah. What's up? Just Walking, walking Sims, Sims in, in general. general. Yeah, yeah. Carter. Um, yeah, exactly. Gone to the Rapture. Kathy Rank, like, maybe. You have, you have like no. I mean, stakes. if there's puzzle elements in it, I'm like, oh, it's a puzzle game, right? Sure. Like, you know, like uh, was it the Mist? Watcher or was Mist is a game. Yeah, Mist yeah. is very much a game. Yeah. But when it comes to these games, it's just like, oh, now everybody's releasing their shit episodic. Why? Yeah. It's, it's like, just dollar. sell me the fucking game and let me go on my way. It's like, you do realize that once I put down a game, I have a very bad habit of not coming back to it, right? So <laughs> yeah. if you sell episodically, you might get that first episode. You probably won't get that second, third, and fourth episode out of me. Just yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. And like... The episodic thing is another thing altogether, right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, that's literally where I was leading this to. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever played uh, uh, or know of that horror game, Bendy and the Ink Machine. Yes, I do. I watch Matt Pat stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, so they're on their fourth out of fifth episode or episode of the game. I thought uh, it was done. No, nah, the fifth one's coming. Fifth one's coming. They have more story to tell. Uh, but it's interesting because those ones are actually games. Mm-hmm. Like they're... Uh, so the crazy thing is, is, and I don't... I, as far as I know, uh, Telltale didn't start episodic formatting. Uh, no. Like the, I think some early Sam and Max was that way and some other... Or, even, or even before oh, that, we had yeah, uh, like go Half-Life... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, even, yeah. even further to like Lucas uh Lucas Arts. Right, right. With like Day of the Tentacle and everything. But like Was Day of boy, the Tentacle? Boy howdy, is it an... Huh. I don't know if they Tentacle Day of the Tentacle specifically, but uh, like full throttle was. Right, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I know like one of the Sam and Max from back in the day when Lucas Arts made them was. But it's so annoying to have to deal with that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, to an extent, like, I would more prefer if they were just like, hey, this is uh, part two. Yeah. This is a sequel. Yeah, full out and just put the dev time in. Yeah, instead it feels like we're we're literally missing out on game. Oof. Yeah, yeah. and it uh, feels like I've, I'm getting shortchanged when I buy an episodic game, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I get Because... Okay, yes, in normal sequels, there's going to be a little bit of a disjointedness between 1 and 2, right? That happens. Right. Um, you know, the plot might have moved forward without me, you know, like the classic time skip. But it's like, oh, this is supposed to take up from the moment the last event happened in the last episode. I'm like, it's hard, harder for me to get into, which leads to a lesser play experience on my end. And sometimes bad writing happens to where it's like, oh, we're putting a time skip between these two episodes. I'm like, now this feels even more like a sequel. What the hell? Why is this another episode? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jay brought up a 
uh, reminded me of something. I played a Quantum Break. I don't know if you guys have played it or heard of it. Heard of it? Yes. Played, played it. it. Fuck no. I haven't, they did I haven't a, played it. They did a, a really weird thing where they just did high production like TV oh, show episodes yeah. and just had you watch them. In and they the would game. go. Wouldn't they go on for so long your controller would fall asleep? Yeah, it was so it was it was crazy, like twenty, thirty minute things. Like and they I was were like, full on TV episodes, weren't they? With yeah. finger. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent. It was so strange. Like it it was definitely not immersive. Like it definitely that, took me out of the game. It was really weird. That's cross media gone horribly wrong. Yeah. I, I guess I, I value that the game devs are trying something outlandish like that. Yeah. And and maybe we can see someone do that effectively in the future, but yeah. for now, not. Like, that was just too weird. Yeah. And uh, I dislike, up to despise, dependent on frequency, moments in the game where the game takes control away from you. Yeah. And when I heard that was in it, I'm like, this wasn't built for me. Moving on. <laughs> Just straight up. Not happy. Yeah. Nope. I, like, I've I've learned to know, like, okay, these are the type of games I do like. These are things, like, in programming I really enjoy personally. And the more you take the controller away from me, the less I'm enjoyment I'm getting out of those particular moments. Yeah, like and ra- real shooters kind of get that for me. I will step the fuck away. Speaking of shooters, since you brought those up, <laughs> remember remember when you couldn't get away from zombies? Like they were just fucking everywhere? Yes. I feel like that's still, that's still going on. <laughs> well, uh, they're, they're still crawling, but it wasn't like the running 28 days later running horde that it used to be. Yeah. Or, or, or how about how about the games you get to run from the zombies doing parkour? How about how about that how about that series again? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got a first-person shooter. Well, you gotta have a zombie mode because World War happened, so you have to have a zombie mode. Every first-person <laughs> shooter has to have a zombie mode. I'm like, can I please? I said this out loud because I was just side because like my car was broke down. I had a family member bring me to the GameStop because I was training in some games and buying some. And I just saw like an entire row of nothing but games that had zombies in them. And I'm just sad. I was like, can I please have a game to where a zombie doesn't stick his dick in it? Meanwhile, my grandmother's <laughs> like, a, like right fucking next to me. So I get hit in the back of the head. I'm like, sorry, but still. Yeah, like, not, I said it. said was was once said cannot be unsaid. Just like, ugh. I guess I guess for me, and I don't, I'm not huge into FPSs, but zombie modes kind of attract me to those games. If, yeah, like if I'm gonna pick them up. Yeah, with with me, I'm more of a I hate military style FPSs, right? I like yeah, the more outlandish enough. ones where it's like, oh, this feels like an arcade game. It's like, for example, Borderlands, right? Mm-hmm. Y- yes, it has RPG elements, but even the gunplay is really fucking arcadey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. N- none of those guns feels like a gun. It feels like a... Right, right. Like, I'm playing, like, you know, um, cowboys, cowboys and 
Cowboys and aliens. Yeah. Or it's like, I'm playing Cowboys and, oh my God, what is that? Because of the <laughs> four and the fun is so interesting, right? Yeah. You know, it, it feels like everything in there could exist in a sci-fi universe in a Buck Rogers sort of way. Yeah, I'm still surprised by how many new games are like zombie games. Like, it just feels like it's getting less and less attractive as time goes on. Yeah, and something I've always noticed with those games, especially on Steam, if you buy one and boot it up, first thing you're just going to say say is, powered by Unity. Oh, that <laughs> explains it. <laughs> <laughs> this explains a lot. Like, it's... Yeah, we're still, like, in the throngs of all the Walking Dead the shows and stuff and influences. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do feel like it's kind of on the, like, outswing, yeah, if that makes like, sense. Yeah, it does it, yeah it's, it's falling out of vogue, definitely. And, that's and it only took a decade. <laughs> <laughs> well, zombies never really die. They're already dead. <laughs> Why well, am I not surprised with, the, with video game zombies that they're just as hard <laughs> to get rid of, you know? Yeah, like the, the zombies in Last of Us 2, those are... That I mean, those are going to be, those are and, pretty exciting to me. Yeah, and they're a different type of zombie. It's not the sure. "I bite you, you're a zombie." It's a, it's a fungus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's based off of what is it, cordyceps? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's a very interesting take that brings life and lore into the game to make the world feel a little bit more lived in. You know what? And that that's just it. I'm not saying I don't want to shit on like all zombie games. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It can be done well. You just have to put a little more thought than like there are zombies. And they're yeah. fast oh. and they're they hurt you. Yeah. Uh one of the first things that you learn when you're pitching a game idea. Like one, make every pitch an elevator pitch. Um if you sure. want to sh- show a uh a demo or like some sort of production, right? <laughs> If you have, like, placeholder assets, make it clear in your presentation on what is a placeholder asset and what isn't. And lastly, be fully prepared that if you're going to be dumb enough to say, oh, it's like this game, for them to ask, so that game already exists, why should we fund yours? Sure, sure, sure. Right? And that game plus this other thing this one thing does not make a whole new game. It does not make a whole new experience for the most part. No. Like the other thing has to be pretty big. Yeah, Jay, I remember Black. That thing was kind of buggy. Great gunplay, though. But, yeah. Uh, I think that pretty much does it because as no, part of the normal, we went over time. But sure. no matter. <laughs> Can you tell the lovely folks where to find you, what you guys do on the internet? You know, both get five minutes apiece. You know, rock, paper, scissors out on who goes first. Five minutes apiece? Yes. I feel like I need 30 seconds. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, up to, you can take 30 seconds, I don't care. Oh, man, you ready for this? Yeah. All right, guys. My name's Pat. I'm the editor for The Completionist. Go check us out at The Completionist everywhere. Also, I stream on twitch.tv slash the loading network and you can also sorry it's actually twitch.tv slash loading network yeah just yeah loading network yeah 
his uh, Twitter handle's right below his face. My Twitter handle's right below. Guys, that's all I do. All I do is play video games and work. And hide in a box. And hide in a box. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's my life. Uh, so you're a snake if he was a Taku. Got it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, for me, pretty much the same, honestly. Uh, sometimes I'm in the completionist episodes. I write the top tens for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have another YouTube channel, but as time goes on, we post less and less. Like we post like two videos a year, but that's called a uh, addicted to Deidre. <laughs> and right. that's pretty much my entire online presence. Yeah, and you guys do an interesting thing with y'all's uh, with the loading network with y'all's Twitch TV, Twitch TV page. You guys do we? tag off on who streams that particular day to where every other day like you know who's streaming yeah and correct Sundays I think Sundays is usually your rest day right right usually we take Sundays off uh, but we always leave it up to like you know if one of us is feeling it if it's not 90 degrees in our house yeah like, maybe if, we'll play something you know like a new co-op game comes out that we both love or something like that maybe we will stream those together. days yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, we just thought it was a really cool idea, and we don't really see many other Twitch streamers doing that. And it, we try to make make there be stuff for everyone. Yeah, and, and like, I think I've seen like a handful do it to where it's just two people, but usually they're playing at the same time. It's very mm-hmm. rare to where it's specifically no, we'll swap off, and it's just us hanging out with you guys, sort of thing. So yeah, to you, absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for having us on the show. Oh no, it's definitely our pleasure. You guys are <laughs> very fun. Um so it was like I didn't know what to expect because for people who don't know, Ted's character and it is a character. Like I, <laughs> like I knew full well it was a character, but I'm just like, wait, how much of that is actually based off of him? Because <laughs> I've seen you in the podcast and then I'm like Oh, this could be interesting. <laughs> oh, man, I missed those. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got that from Brett, too, believe it or not. I was like, man, I want to get back to the podcast. I was like, it sounds like you guys got too much shit to do is the problem. Yeah. It is a lot of stuff, yeah. Like, uh, what is it? Uh, Gerard 100% completes a game. And probably, I'd say, what, a week in advance to give you guys time to script it, film it, edit it. And even a week, that's a lot. If we're lucky. Right, right. And, yeah. you know, he'll if like, everything he'll games goes like right, Hyrule Warriors where he'll play it for like a couple of months, but he's still having to complete other games in between. Yeah. yeah he has a backburn that's the big, chunky one. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I was very curious about his process, so what I did for about three months is... Just beat, not 100% complete. Just beat a game a week and review it. And I'm, after three months, I'm like, I am not doing this shit anymore. It's driving yeah, me I feel nuts. Yes. Like, yeah. like, oh my god, I could not do that shit, and I could imagine how hectic it gets in that office. So, I, I remember you being burnt out from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. I was also you're like, like, you're like, I'm gonna go sleep for a month. <laughs> I, seriously, because I was putting out five videos a week. Jeez. And it was just me. I was my own editor. Gosh. I'd had I had a podcast 
a review, um, some gameplay sessions because those were very easy to do. Um, yeah. Like I'd edit down us playing D and D. Like I, it was insane, and it quit being fun. And once it quit being fun, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Because I sure as fuck wasn't making money doing it. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. But thanks for showing up. It is an honor to have you guys on. Sure. Time. But that being said, I'm going to go and shell our shit now. Right on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Ziploc Bob. You can find this podcast here on twitch.tv slash ZiplocBob if you're watching it in the future over on the YouTube channel at Bottle Rocket Gaming. Uh, youtube.com slash bottle rocket gaming it's also at podcast.com slash sequel syndrome just search sequel syndrome and it will also be on iTunes two weeks from its live recording for it that would be the crap 10th right uh yeah the 10th on that Friday at 6pm eastern standard time well it's been fun it's been real and actually, it's been real fucking fun. It's been a blast. <laughs> yeah, it is. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. All right. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.